Hey everyone, this is Christopher Chansey, creator of Theater of Heels. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to check out this and my other projects on my website, ChristopherChansey.com. If you're interested in supporting my work, please take a look at my Patreon at patreon.com slash Christopher Chansey. Thank you for the moment of your time. And now I present you with our story. Theater of Heels, Chapter 50, Orb Meeting. Jefferson squeezed Erica's shoulders for several moments before he pushed her back. I'm so sorry, Princess, but we need to get out of here now. Erica's eyes bulged. You want me to go out there? They have guns. You're bulletproof, but I'm not. They'll cut me to shreds. I think not. He pulled her backpack off his back and handed it to her. Erica took it. My backpack? Jefferson shrugged. Anything I wear transforms into my clouds, too. Erica gasped as she looked inside. My energy pistol, my force field belt, an impact sphere, and a controller gauntlet. How did you... You do live in my home, and I assumed you had backups? She nodded and yanked on her force field belt. Erica sighed, and her shoulders sagged in relief as she turned it on. The air around her shimmered before it became transparent again. She hugged her chest. I can't tell you how much better this makes me feel. She looked over her pistol. This isn't my backup. Your brother gave that one to me. You saw Cedric? Jefferson scratched his head uncomfortably. He found me in the alley after the battle. That parting shot from Sleek's pulse cannon knocked me out. But this is not the time to discuss it. We need to leave. Now. Erica's eyes widened. Is there another superhero coming? No. Yes. I don't know exactly. We just... We just have to go. She looked at him with growing dismay. What does that mean? It means this jailbreak was not approved by the board. I initiated it on my own. Her eyes bulged. What? I thought the board didn't like it when the capers were pulled without their consent. I thought I'm complaining, mind you, but... They don't. He looked around nervously. I don't know what happens from here. This is off script. Princess, I had no idea what would happen when you were caught. I thought it was another fake part of this insane game. I had just found out about this. He indicated the truck. Was all too real. We need to vacate the area immediately. Erica gripped her energy pistol tighter and nodded. Let's go. Jefferson bloomed out into his weatherman form and stormed forward. Erica ran behind him, holding her pistol aloft. She braced herself for the unnerving impact of gunfire. But none came. Weatherman halted before the truck. What is it? He shook his head and looked around frantically. This is not good. This is not good. What's not good? Erica's breath quickened as her faltering self-control slipped from his precarious grip. Then she saw what he did and brought her pistol up. All around them, positioned behind a line of cars on both sides of the streets, were the guards with their weapons at the ready. She and Weatherman were in the perfect position to be caught in the crossfire. Except no one fired their weapons. In fact, no one was moving at all. They were still as statues as they stared blankly ahead. I knew it was possible, but I was really hoping they would not call them in, said Weatherman. He's trying to peer everywhere at once. Erica looked at him, 
her own terror mounting. He looked ready to bolt again. Jefferson repeated, This is not good. This is not good at all. Erica's voice cracked. Wait a minute. What's going on? Who's called in? He means us. A nondescript man stepped from behind the guards. Erica yanked her pistol around and Weatherman's thunder flared up. But the newcomer appeared unconcerned. Erica couldn't quite make out his face. Her gaze slid over his features without taking them in. Like the blur man on a recruitment day, but far more subtle. The blur man wanted you to know you couldn't quite see him. It was a mark of power and prestige. This man wanted to remain elusive. He felt far more dangerous. The man nodded to her, and she felt, rather than saw, an appreciative smile. Erica tightened her grip on her pistol. Who, who are you? I'm merely a representative. Who are you representing? In your community, we go by many names, most of which are not flattering. Be that as it may, you may think of us as the Board of Inquiry. We? Erica's heart hammered as she looked around nervously. The man shrugged. Oh, my fellow compatriots are around. He nodded to Weatherman. In fact, they are far closer than Mr. Stewart here would prefer. Jefferson cringed. The newcomer stared at Jefferson before turning back to her. The thing is, Miss Belfry, my associates and I are the ones who get called in for special circumstances. He looked back at Jefferson. Yes, Mr. Stewart. Committing an unauthorized prisoner extraction from a prison transport falls under said category. In truth, I was quite surprised to learn Mr. Stewart here was considered a potential special circumstance. Your psychological profile indicates that you're more of a self-serving egomaniac, not a loyal partner and mentor. Your motivation is usually based on vanity and extravagance. Yet, here you are. He shrugged. I must tell you, Miss Belfry, the fate of your freedom was touch and go there for a few minutes. <laughs> he chuckled darkly. I suppose it still is. <clears throat> he cleared his throat. Mr. Stewart here almost didn't act quite so chivalrously. I must tell you that his rampant indecision gave our precognitive operatives quite the migraine. He shook his head. Personally, I'm disappointed in you, Mr. Stewart. Because of your ultimate decision... I now owe one of my teammates a considerable sum of money. I bet you wouldn't go through with it. I guess I pegged you wrong. Maybe I should have paid more attention to your misplaced guilt and somewhat paternal feelings for Miss Belfry here. What, what are you going to do with us? Asked Weatherman. That is an intriguing question. You've piqued the interest of those who give us our orders. Let's just say... They're quite curious to see how all this plays out. Erica swallowed a lump in her throat. What does that mean? That's completely up to you. Our overseers. The ones who set the rules for us in your colorful community as well. I decided to give you some leeway in this situation. We're not going to do what we usually do in our special circumstance operation. Erica found herself asking, what do you usually do? Erica, hush! Weatherman snapped. The mysterious man looked between the two of them. 
The cold mirth in his voice was evident. My, you do ask so many questions. It's okay, Mr. Stewart. I don't mind educating your young protege. I believe Mr. Stewart has touched on this before with you, Miss Belvry. You see, the Board of Inquiry are called in when one of you preening costume folks create an unscheduled event. We're the ones that deal with situations like yours in a manner that is not at all interested in acquiring your precious fame points. Erica's eyes widened. Super assassins, she thought. I knew you were a fast learner. He looked at Jefferson. She is quite quick on the uptake. You have no idea, murmured Jefferson. That's where you're wrong, Mr. Stewart. I am perfectly aware of Miss Belfry's capabilities. Erica looked inward as she mulled over his words. So, right now, the powers that be have decided not to employ their usual tactics against us, she said. He nodded. You're catching on. So in this special circumstance, they're giving Weatherman and I a free pass? The mysterious man nodded again. Within reason. But you said we had some leeway in this situation? Erica asked. Yes. Slowly, Erica touched the wound on her ear, and a dark cast overcame her expression. How much leeway? Quite a bit, actually. Erica's face hardened. Can you tell me which one of those guards shot me? She felt his cruel smile spread. I knew this was going to get interesting. Thank you for listening to this episode of Theater Appeals. I hope you enjoyed my tale of heroes and villains. If you like this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chansey. My other podcast, The Skies Embrace, is an epic fantasy that follows the exploits of the crew of the skyship The Maiden's Arrow as they navigate the perils of the clouds. I also have another podcast titled Stories by the Fire. It's an eclectic range of short stories and longer epics told in a darker ambiance. All these tales and more are available on my website, ChristopherChancy.com, and my YouTube channel. Theater of Heels and my other novels are also available on Amazon.com and other fine book retailers. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at Patreon.com slash ChristopherChancy. There you get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May your journey always be a heroic one. Farewell. <laughs>